Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Dearest listener, allow me to unveil a delightful secret. Snag Tights Craft Clothing that embraces every body shape. In a bold endeavor to revolutionize the fashion realm, Snag has triumphed. Permit me to draw your attention to the ingenious Chub Rub Shorts, crafted with moisture-wicking yarn, promising to keep you at least one degree cooler and utterly free from the discomfort of chafing. Free shipping on select orders. Thus, the more you snag, the more you save. Do not delay. Dear listener, experience the fashion revolution that is snag and visit snagtights.us today. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Katie's Crib. In this episode, we are talking about a very familiar feeling for a lot of parents, and that feeling is called burnout. Okay, it's not just feeling stressed out. It is a long-lasting feeling of stress, exhaustion. It leads to emotional detachment, feeling generally ineffective. It is a very real thing, you guys. And it also sometimes, it can be difficult to admit that you're going through it because so many of us, me especially, want to act like we've got this whole mother thing, motherhood thing very, you know, covered and we're all just showing what we think our representatives should be. It's an easy trap to fall into, and especially in this day and age when we feel like we have to be going 24-7, our phones are always on, we're always reachable, we're being pulled in so many different directions, work, life, home life, responsibilities as a mom, a wife, a friend, the list goes, the list, excuse me guys, that's the burnout talking, goes on and on and on. Um, And I think... On top of it all, I think how much we're working these days makes it really hard to really sit down and think about who the hell we really are. And I think motherhood is the biggest sort of identity shift in has been so far in my life. And I was really interested to bring on my dear, dear friend, Troy and Belisario, who is a close friend for a very long time, a beautiful new mother an exceptional human being to talk about this. And we're here to talk about your experiences of being a new mom and going through how we talk about and deal with this new mom life. So let's get started. Hi, Troyan. Hi. <laughs> I was like, when do I talk? <laughs> also, you have to understand that uh, it's this new mom thing is so recent for me. So recent. That I was listening to you speaking in the opening <laughs> and totally imagining myself, as I have with every other episode of this podcast, <laughs> pregnant behind the wheel of my car. Just listening and like, just be, being like, Katie, give me everything. Like, tell me you. everything. <laughs> I know. I honestly was like waiting. When is it too, like, guys, Troy and I are very good friends and I've literally been sitting here being like, when is it too soon to ask Troy and Belisario <laughs> to be a guest on my podcast? And I think I've made it like, pat, like, I think we're past the fourth trimester. <laughs> yes, we, we are. Actually, which is hilarious because I just finished, as I passed the fourth trimester, I finished that, like, um, Happiest Baby on the Block book. Perfect. We had Dr. Carp on as a guest. It, which I obviously <laughs> loved. And I read the book, like, voraciously. I devoured it. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so helpful. And then, like, the last line is like, and so when you're out of the fourth trimester, it'll be a whole new set of things. And I was like, 
I'm literally out of the fourth trimester tomorrow. Oh my I'm so God. glad I pushed off reading this book. And this um, shit doesn't end. No. Sometimes it's it what? occurs to me that like my kid's gonna be a teenager. Like Oh my God. Like the when he at one my kids started hitting people all the time, me included, and <laughs> I texted the doctor like so freaked out. And she was like, Well, at least he hasn't spit in your face and said, Fuck you, mom, yet. And I was yeah. like, Oh my God. That's like, gonna happen. That's like a thing. Yeah. Like we're gonna be raising human beings. Um so Mm-hmm. Speaking about you being a relatively new mom, yes. How in the hell are you holding up? Um, you know, it's very funny. Uh, last night, I uh, I went out. I of course, mom brain. Like I thought it's I a had real a dinner. Thing. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. I thought I had a dinner, so I I asked our our wonderful nanny to mm-hmm. come and watch her. And then of course, the dinner was like next week, and so I was asking Patrick. Um, my husband. Which is so something you would have never done before having a baby, no. right? No. That's what mom brain is, you guys. Like, no. it is literally making mistakes. You would never, like, showing up on the wrong place in the wrong day. All like, the it's time. crazy. I mean, I, I fully, the, the entire drive over here, I had to check my calendar like three times. I was like, it, it is at Katie's house, it, and it is at 1 30. I yeah. know this, <laughs> but I have to keep on checking. Um, so. He he was like, it's okay. Let's go take a night out. Let's go see a movie. Nice. And it Good was for you. amazing. We went out. We saw a movie. Wow. But we were standing outside, and he. We've been talking a lot about if there's anything he can do to help me with my exhaustion or anything like that. And I was, I just kind of said, I was like, you know, when you're a little kid and you're so tired, you just want to cry. Oh yeah. I was like, so if you see me crying, it's just that kind of like. Like, I'm just a little kid right now. I'm just so tired. You're I just so want to cry. You oh, know? my it's, God. But it's 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 awesome, and it's totally to be expected. God, you're saying this shit, and I'm literally looking at you being like, I am I going to have a second kid? Why would I ever <laughs> do this to myself? Like, well, Because you're just wait. in the thick of this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm literally sitting here being like, wow, I don't, life is funny. Yeah. Either burnout brain or mom brain, which sounds like we're going to get into this. We have a combo platter mm-hmm. going on here. We really do. Yeah. Um, I am sitting here being like, am I ever going to have a second child? That is so scary to even ask. And I'm asking all of my listeners on Katie's crib, what do I you know. guys think? What do you think? When will it happen? <laughs> but it is it is interesting, too, because I actually we, we, know, we now know a lot of people who've chosen to, because they are in the mode of the baby, you know, they're like, they're choosing to have... Bang it ba- out. To bang it out, exactly. Like, and, and that to me, I think particularly because Patrick and I, we have so many years in between us and our siblings, right. both above and below. Oh, I love hearing this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, it, it's very funny. We're, like, almost identical. So, Patrick, uh, his eldest sister is six years above him. His younger sister is six years below. And they're really tight. They're all super tight. And right. then my... Uh, my older brother is six years above me. My younger brother is six years below me. So we have the exact same no mirroring way. in our family. And we really loved being the middle child, having an older sibling that we really looked up to, wow. and also having a younger sibling that was like our baby. Oh my God, this is so relieving. So you don't yeah. feel inherently because of how you were raised and how you feel good with your, yeah, the family structure, you don't feel rushed. No, 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 no. I don't feel rushed. And also like, I think it's awesome when siblings are super close together. I've just never had that, you know, right. it's like my, my siblings also like, we were never in the same class or like even in school. high school together, you know, it was like, we were all in elementary school, middle school or high school. Like, so we moved through. From an outsider's eye, it sounds like you're doing good because you made it to a movie last night, which is fucking epic. Yeah. Like, that's really impressive. Well, that, You I, look great, <laughs> as that, per usual. It's, it's really about people in my life, Patrick, my therapist, my friends, uh, my parents, who have all been encouraging me. They're like, ask for help if you need a night off. Yeah, see, we haven't like, talked about that in a long, hot minute yeah. on this show. That is really the thing. And this is what we talk about as far as like... We'll get into this in a minute, but mm-hmm. this whole millennials, you and I are both millennials. Yeah. I'm on the, I think I'm the first year of it. I was born in 82 and you're more in the, I don't know where you are, but you're yeah. in the millennial thing. But there's this whole thing about millennials burning out and always working hard, busting ass. Mm-hmm. It's never enough. You know, go, 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 go. We came of age at the cell phone. So you're reachable all the time. You should right. be able to work 24 seven. And it, it makes motherhood hard because it feels like we should just always be kicking ass and taking names. Mm-hmm. And really, it takes a lot of fucking help. Yeah. And it's so hard. Well, it's wild because, and I find this particularly with the phones, that I, I, really, I really don't want her to have 
screen time. Me either. And I mean, look, she's four months old right now. So like, <laughs> good job. You're doing great. I'm doing great so far. Although it is really tough when I want to take a bunch of photos of her and I'm just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> ignore, it. ignore. ignore. Yes, yes. But, um, but so I have my phone somewhere near me and I'm breastfeeding like a lot during the day. And I noticed that like when I'm breastfeeding, I just want to be with her. And I want to be present. I want to be looking at her. And I can feel, whether it's on my the Apple Watch of or your the phone. phone, I just feel it buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. And people who don't have babies or who don't know, obviously they don't know that I'm with her, like they don't get why it's not. And You're not responding reaction. right away. Oh my yeah. God. And, it's, and, and also it's so crazy because right now she's at a time where she can't sit up on her own. She, I can lay her down, but after, you know, a minute or two of looking at a thing, she wants to be onto something else. So it's, it's totally constant. And really the only breaks that I get are when I put her down to sleep, mm-hmm. um, you know, in her naps and who knows if that'll be five minutes or an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the asking for help, whether it's just like, you know, Patrick, can you hold her for an hour while I go on a Check. run? So like yeah. I can get out and like sweat today mm-hmm. that it really, I find that when I come back to her and I pick her up, it's like a battery that's been recharged. Suddenly I'm like not deplenished. I'm not, you know, like yeah, deplenished um, and I can, yes. or is that what is that the, is it deplenished? No, no, I'm no, no depleted. I'm not depleted. <laughs> you guys, this Mom, is my, I'm not deplenished. Or I am. Can we please start that as a hashtag? Because we're making up words. Can you please just, yeah, that's the hashtag for this. Also, I'm applauding you for movies and I'm applauding you for not looking at your phone (laughs) while breastfeeding. Because my mom used to be like, you're not putting the phone near his head while you're breastfeeding the whole time six times a day. Like, I feel like the radio waves, I'm like, oh, mom, I'm looking at my fucking cell phone the entire time I was breastfeeding. It's horrible. It's not horrible, but I did have that thing where I was like, come on. Like, well, it's, my cell phone's always near me. So like, what about me? And I was like, well, the brain plates yeah, it's of not my, good. my You're skull doing, is actually don't. fused. It's good. Isn't. <laughs> she still has space in there. She still has space. I do remember being so relieved, though. Like, my supply, my milk supply went down. Mm-hmm. And someone had said, well, are you getting, are you looking at your phone while you're pumping at work? Because the uh-huh. stress will make it so that you make less milk. And that yeah. was 100, as soon as I... I think it was Kristen Bell actually who told me she would say like you have to go and like literally meditate while you pump totally. and it's the only way that milk is going to come out like mm-hmm. it feels stressed fucking crazy. Okay guys, I want to take a little break here to discuss the app that I've been telling you guys about. Once again, you guys, it is called Drop, spelled D R O P. If you haven't downloaded it yet, oh my gosh, please do. It is a must. It is making my life so much easier. All you need to do You download the free app. Yes, I did say free. You link your debit or credit card to the app, and then you're done. You're easily going to start gaining points every time you shop at all your favorite stores. The stores can include, you know, Target, Starbucks, Sephora, Whole Foods, and like so many others. And after just a few trips to the store, then you're able to redeem your points for gift cards at all of these places. It's like cyclically amazing. So remember to use my code Katie's Crib. Then you get a $5 Starbucks gift card immediately just for signing up and linking your card. Again, the code is Katie's Crib. Okay, let's get back to Katie's Crib. I don't know if you guys listening have read this article. If you haven't, I really encourage you to because I feel like a lot of the listeners are all millennials. But there was this popular BuzzFeed article by Anne Helen Peterson in January called How Millennials Became the Burnout Generation, which just is angering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that title. It, it is. <laughs> I sent it to you. Oh, my God. And what did you think immediately? Oh, immediately I was like, there's no way I'm touching this. This isn't true. <laughs> and then I read it and I was like... Oh, this is so accurate. You guys, the article talks about this widespread feeling of burnout among millennials, the generation of adults born between 81 and 96. It breaks down some of the factors contributing to this, such as, you guys, the unstable economy and job market, the intensive parenting that trained us to be in the constant state of working, a generation of type A students who have become now type A parents. Um, First and foremost, have you feel this burnout? Oh God. Also just that last sentence of like the type A people that that are going to become the type A parents. Oh wow. I'm so, I mean. No, it's real. It's so real. It's really real. And I couldn't help it. Literally the minute she came out of me, the first thing I saw were her fingers and I was like, she's going to be a pianist. And it's, I was like, and then I saw her legs, and I was like, she's gonna be a runner and a dancer. And I was like, stop, 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 stop putting her stop. in class. She That's just right. came out of you. That's right. <laughs> but it's hard because we do, 
that is the way that we are trained 100. To, to work and to commit ourselves. You know, it's there's this whole long thing I've been reading um, in this book. We'll, we'll, we're going to talk to the author um, in a few episodes from now, but it's about how you know our parents were baby baby boomer generation, mm-hmm. so they were like, "Go out, we'll see you at dinner. Call us, call us if anyone's bleeding. We don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. best of luck to you. Yeah, Go yeah. get on your bike and ride two miles to school. Like, it doesn't matter." Mm-hmm. Our parents really went against that and when yeah. they raised us it was mm-hmm. like over parenting you're not going to get for a lot of us you know yeah. it was very the term helicopter parenting yeah. came along and now here we are the right. product of that mm-hmm. you know you can have it all you're going to be the best mom in the world and you're going to be super successful in your career and totally. you're never going to show anyone that you're fucking losing your mind yeah. while you're doing it and you're going to be reachable by your phone 24 7 yeah um and you're going to enroll your child to be at Stanford by the age of five or yeah, whatever. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Looking into it tomorrow. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> but the problem is, is that kids need to be bored. Yeah. They need to practice riding their bike at whatever age you feel like is safe for them to get to school mm-hmm. at night at dusk. Because at some point, they need to be adults. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God. Um, anyway, we're very new moms, so we don't have to deal with that yet. Yeah. Thank but- God. Um, so... How do you feel like we're talking, we've been going back and forth between mom brain and burnout, mm-hmm. which you and I have both of. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Hashtag deflect. Um, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag. What fucking day is it? Am I at the right time at the right place? I'm deplenished. Um, also, you guys listening, some of the signs of burnout, in case you're sitting here listening thinking it's not you, here are the chronic signs of burnout. Chronic fatigue, insomnia, forgetfulness, impaired concentration and attention. Physical symptoms include chest pain, dizziness, headaches. Oh, I got a lot of those. Increased illnesses, infections, cold flus. How many Z-packs have you guys so taken this year, guys? Oh loss of appetite, anxiety, depression, anger, loss of enjoyment, not wanting to go to work or spend time with family, friends, pessimism, isolation, detachment, feelings of apathy and ho- hopelessness, increased irritability, lack of productivity, poor performance. Great. Literally <laughs> check, check all of those. Like, sorry, are there more? No, no. That's it. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I can handle anymore. Um, it, it, it's it's funny because that yeah the the way that our parents raised us this feeling that you always have to be on or always bettering yourself it's something that I struggle with a lot Me and, too. and recently the the most helpful thing I say it's helpful because I'm I'm, I'm hoping to God that it will be helpful is um, but it's certainly been beneficial to me so far is meditation. I know it's. Fuck, so, I was on a great streak as a New Year's resolution, yeah. and I have dropped it. It's, it's, <laughs> and we're only at the end of January. I know. You know what? Actually, I because I just started back up. When I was my last couple months of pregnancy, I was doing like Vedic meditation 20 minutes, What's two Vedic times a day. Vedic meditation? It's where you're given a, um, a mantra. Oh, okay, okay, you know, okay, 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 always, okay. I always think of that like classic love that. scene in... Uh, the in Annie Hall where Jeff Goldblum's like I forgot my mantra because that was always me I was always like oh my god I'm gonna have to call <laughs> ask for my what mantra my, what is my mantra again what's my mantra mom brain <laughs> okay but um uh so that was amazing when I didn't have a child and now like I was saying when she goes down for a nap and it could be do you meditate minutes now? with her so I am well what I'm realizing is that if I put my phone down. Uh, and I don't do that. Breastfeeding is almost a type of meditation because I don't know when it's going to be done. I don't know when she's done. I literally just have to sit there and engage with her or not and just be quiet and breathe until oh. she's done because she gets, I've noticed that she gets very distracted, whether it's a light or a sound or a barking dog and then she'll stop, but then she'll want to go back. So if I have any of that, like, okay, I got to move on to the next thing. Yeah. She gets a, she gets frustrated. Wow, so breastfeeding has been like a very centering, mm-hmm. meditative state for you. Totally. And it was for me too. Well, yeah. no, I was on my phone for a lot of it. But when I was <laughs> pumping, I was off my phone yes. for a lot of it. And now yeah. it's over and, oh God, I was supposed to meditate in 2019. I did like a good mm-hmm. 15 days in a row and then yeah. I forgot. Well, I can actually, I mean, it, I actually have been doing, because I also love the Sam Harris podcast. Yeah. And he came out with an app called The Waking Up podcast uh the waking up app which is really no, let's great link to guided it because i'm on headspace people love headspace people love insight is great All i haven't great. tried insight but um the, the sam harris one is really good because it also has these uh, lessons they- that you can listen to to talk about why it's beneficial i mean they have he has 
it's just Sam Harris talking about like free will uh, pre- versus premeditation. Like Whoa. it's really interesting. But um, so you find that meditation and like running, you said, are things Which that all really help you meditation. with meditation. Like I have to, I have to exercise. Whether that's just even putting her in a carrier and going on a hike. I know you're very good at that on your Instagram. Just, you're good at it. <laughs> it's like the only thing I know how to post. I'm just like, here I am on the same hike. She's on like a mountaintop with your baby in a stroller or like in a carrier, just like getting after yeah. it. But well, because I just, I, I get punchy. If I'm in the house, I get super punchy. And then, you know, Patrick comes home at the end of like a work day or something like that. And I'm just like, <laughs> I haven't <laughs> talked to anybody but the dog. It's somebody who can't talk back. And, like, and I kind of lose my, and he's like, okay, I'll be, I'll be with our daughter. Um, um, yeah. But that's really helpful, I find. Meditation. I love that. We need to do that. And it's like, when? When? During all of the burnout right. job situations that we're doing. Like, I just... Well, I think that that's why, for me, it's about finding... If you can't find, obviously, 20 minutes a day, twice a day, like, I couldn't keep it up when, with a new baby. But I found a different way to meditate, which was, I, you know, I knew she was going to go to sleep if I put her on a carrier. And I went out and I would walk without headphones. And I would just like look at look the trees. At a f- look at a freaking flower. Yeah, exactly. Or when I'm breastfeeding, just be like, I'm going to sit here and be with her. Because you notice it's the thought patterns that rise up. Yeah. That you're like, oh, this is the cycle of shit that's just always spinning in the back of my head. And if I never actually just take time to listen to it, mm. then you find it affects you. Mm. In weird ways. So that's... This is very helpful reminder to me. (laughs) Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need, renowned for their exquisite tights. Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes, clothing that not only promises but delivers true comfort and fit, particularly 
Surely of note are the Chub Rub Shorts, ingeniously crafted with a moisture-wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing. Perfect for every season. These shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes, offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts. Whether you are at the gym, hiking, or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress, they are your ideal companion. Remember, dear listener, the more you snag, the more you save. With free shipping on select orders, don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.us. Something we don't often talk about is Mm. this thing called invisible labor and emotional labor of being a mom. Mm. So like, and this was brought up in the article too. And you guys, you should read this article. It's really fascinating for you millennials out there. I think I'm the oldest millennial on the block. What was the year again? 81? 81. Yeah, we're in 82, no. guys. I'm an old millennial, <laughs> an old but I still count in the group. <laughs> um, something we don't talk about is this, like I said, this invisible labor and emotional labor of being a mom. So the routine tasks involved with household, child care, mental and emotional exhaustion, which I think is also adding to the yeah. burnout and is mom brain. But like I was reading that it's not like you get to do less work because of your job after your day job. Do you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. you're basically working two jobs right now. Yeah. You're an actor, you're a producer, you're a director. Mm-hmm. You do all of those things. They yeah. take up a lot of hours of your day. You're also a mom. You're also running a household as helpful and amazing as our husbands are. They yeah. truly are. Truly. But like the person who knows that at 11 a.m. today was my son's 16-month appointment and the person who packed his snack bag and the person that knew that he had to come home and have lunch after he had his shots yeah. and where the Motrin is in case he has an allergic reaction or he has a bad reaction to the shots, mm-hmm. that's me. That's yeah. not my husband. Yeah. Even though my husband's super fucking involved. Yeah. So – I just added all of this shit on mm-hmm. top of me also being an actor, hosting this podcast, hosting other things, yeah. running a theater company. How in the fuck are we supposed to do this? Like, how oh, are yeah. you dealing with it? Because so you're very not, new. Yeah, I'm super new <laughs> and I'm still in the dealing with it, which I guess we're always in. Uh, no, I think hilarious. we get better My at it. My nanit just told me that there was motion detected in her crib right now. And all you want to do is look at your nanit. And nana all I want to do is look at my nanit and just be like, is she in or is she out? Um, so the way that I'm dealing with it is like, I'm realizing that I'm we as human beings, we're, we're limited. You know, I, exactly what you said. We feel like we just tack on being a mom to all of these things or tack on all of these things to being a mom. Mm-hmm. And I want to be there for her all the time, but that's not possible because I end up like, it's kind of what the phrase that I use is like, I become an empty well because Ooh, I love that. I'm somebody like I'm somebody who needs to work. I love working. I love being creative. So are you. And you want you her know, to see that. And I want her to see that. Yeah. And I find that if I don't fill up my like creativity well by, you know, even if it's meditation or exercise or when, you know, I go get coffee with my writing partner so we can talk about the new draft of a script. Um, then I return to her and I don't have anything to give her. I literally like my creativity stores are low and all I want to do is just like end up putting like a toy in front of her and being like, Oh, I hope that that, you know, makes you not want to cry for the next 30 minutes, (laughs) but it it won't like, otherwise I'm, if I feel good and I'm refilled, I, I want to engage with her. I want to say like, Oh, what are you looking at? Are you looking at that light? No, you're looking at the other light. You're looking at this shiny thing. That's new. Oh my God. You're able to bend over in a completely different way. I kind of think it's like the opposite of like, I always ask people who have two or three kids now, Mm -hmm. I'm like, how could you love another baby as much as you love your first or whatever? And people always say it's incredible, but like your heart is like your heart just just gets bigger, right? To just include more people. Mm -hmm. And as much as I would like to say that I have been able to get bigger at what life has thrown at me, which is now motherhood on top of all the things I was also doing for Mm -hmm. my career, for my husband, for my family, you know, I don't think it's possible. Like, I just feel like, I just feel like it's never been more important to like take breaks, read a book, um, unplug, go turn off your phone, go for a walk, meditate, all of the, whatever thing that is for you to do. Like Mm -hmm. when I go see a play and I get a nanny and I, or a babysitter, or if I can't, like if Adam and I, we have like you know what, we're at our nanny threshold this week. We can't do another Friday or Saturday night out. It's too expensive. This is ridiculous. Um, 
but we really need to connect and we want to go see theater because that's something for us that really fills us up with Absolutely. joy. It's like we call in those favors. Like I call mm -hmm. in, you know, friends who will come. My brother yeah. will come and put the, just watch the baby. He's already asleep. You just right. have to fucking sit yeah. here and watch TV. Just it's like, sure that he doesn't please let me go. Yeah, yeah, you know. But um, I've never felt more that breaks for me are the most important thing to be a better mom to my kid. Yeah. Yeah. Because, it, you know, you can't, I want to figure out a good way to, a good way to say this, but it was something that I was talking about with my mm -hmm. therapist the other day that, you know, in order to love our children, we cannot, we, they are the center of everything for us, but they can't also be the only thing. It's too much pressure. It's too much pressure for them. We'll no, end and up we're supposed becoming... to be raising them to leave. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. Like That's if you're so just like doing a like a job of making, I'm I'm hoping like when I describe the person, I would yeah. like to help support. Mm -hmm. Independent is a word I use. Yeah, so they can't be the only thing in my life because then my life is going to be over when they totally. go have their own totally. Life. Well, and also they, they will feel that guilt of leaving you. They'll be like, oh my God, that's my mom the... is entirely dependent on me for meaning and purpose in her life. And that's crushing. Crushing. So crushing. I have family members that are totally kids that have that. Yeah. Um, so we're getting into a little bit our identity as moms. And mm. for some, like we're talking about, it's an, it's an all-encompassing part of their lives. Um, and I think there's this for you and I being millennials and feeling this need to succeed, like, mm -hmm. do you feel that pressure right now as a new mom feeling this need to succeed as a mom? Oh my God. So <laughs> I used to, whenever there was like a new like actress who was having a moment, I used to have, you know, like I wouldn't even like name their names, but like they'd crop up and whatever. I'd, and I'd immediately start to Google. I was like, well, when did they start acting? Like, so I know if totally I'm truly in publishing, this. it's like, oh, they started when they were four. Like, totally whatever. They started when they were like in the womb. Yeah. Now, whenever there's like somebody new, I'm like, yo, is she a mom? Is she, does she have kids? Or has she just selfishly pursued this? And, it, and I'm like four months into this. Like, that is hilarious. Yeah, but, but, but you're not wrong. Yeah, and because now when I'm trying to figure out like, you know, do I get to go to a play in New York? You do. do. I get to go? You, you do, you but do. it's wild to consider. But but, it, but what's amazing is that yeah. you're asking yourself a little bit right now, right? Because, right? I mean, like, look, I have a year and a half year old, but let me tell you, honey, yeah. as if I'm so experienced. Right. I'm not that experienced either. Right, but, because, but you have the but experience you will because do it. you do it. Yeah, you'll you do, do it. You do it, and you figure out how to do it, and you figure out how to make it, how to make your work work yes. with your situation, and it involves asking, like, help. I, you already know help. that part, Troy, and that's yeah. huge. I was like, I know, but it's about really hard it. to ask real for scary. help. Like, it's super. Like, I feel like we're both two women who are like, oh, we got it. We got it. We can do it yeah. on our own. Like, and motherhood has been the biggest thing for me. Like, I was so weak after I had Albie, and I was in such a bad way mentally. And I just, I was, I was like, I can't, I literally, I don't think I've ever said I can't do this. Right. To people. And motherhood was the thing for me. Where I was like, I can't do this. Like, I, this is so fucking hard. Yeah. And, and, and it's not like it's act, like I've done harder things. Um, meaning like, like I've done, you know, I mean, I haven't run a marathon, so that would not be it. But like, I, I, I've struggled and I haven't been yeah. able to fucking pay my rent and I had no money and I was broke and things like that. But motherhood, for some reason, the mental identity shift was really fucking hard for me. Well, maybe it's not that you can't do this, but maybe it's that you can't do this the way that you are accustomed to doing it. And I find that, for me, Brilliant. that <laughs> deplenished. <laughs> For me, that's that's what I'm starting to learn is that I used to, my parents used to call it, you know, that when, like everybody calls it this, but like they used to always refer to me as burning the candle on both ends. Oh yeah, they used to be like, Troy, stop it! You're my burning the candle. My mom said that my whole life too. Yeah, because I would go back to my room, I would study until three in the morning, I would wake up at six in the morning, and I would get up and do all of these other things for like student council. I'd be in the play and I'd be on a soccer team, like whatever. And it just wouldn't end. And then my parents would just go, you're, you're going to get, you're going to make yourself be sick in order to just take a break. And being a mom, I, I can't do that anymore. I can't literally, now that I'm breastfeeding, I did one of those days where I was like, oh, I just won't pump. Like I'll just run to this, 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 and this. And I got home and I was like in tears in because pain. my my boobs were rocks and you can't I just do it. didn't take 15 minutes. I had the pump with me in the car and I was like, I'll make it. It's fine. <laughs> like, what was I rushed? Like, 
I don't understand what I was even trying to make happen. Because for some reason, the even the idea of strapping the hands-free bra on, clicking in oh, all God. the fucking pump parts, yeah. you're just like, I can't fucking do it. I couldn't. But no, you're going to have to you're do gonna it. Because otherwise, you're going to end up with rock tits, and it's yeah, so painful it's and so, so terrible. Um, what do you think of the idea that motherhood is a job? Because there is this mm-hmm. genius, and it almost brought me to tears, passage. I'm going to read it, listeners. So close your eyes if you're one of those people that likes to close their eyes while they listen to stuff. <laughs> Not if you're That's driving. better than me. But um, <laughs> there's this passage from Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes that expresses her views on the subject. Shonda says, being a mother is not a job. Stop throwing things at me. I'm sorry, but it is not. I find it offensive to motherhood to call being a mother a job. Being a mother isn't a job. It's who someone is. It's who I am. You can quit a job. I can't quit being a mother. I'm a mother forever. Mothers are never off the clock. Mothers are never on vacation. Being a mother redefines us, reinvents us, destroys and rebuilds us. Being a mother brings us face to face with ourselves as children, with our mothers as human beings, with our darkest fears of who we really are. Being a mother requires us to get it together or risk messing up another person forever. Being a mother yanks our hearts out of our bodies and attaches them to our tiny humans and sends them out into the world forever hostages. It's so true. <laughs> that is so That's genius. So genius. <laughs> right? Yeah. And that is why our identity is shifting. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's, th- there is always going to be, no matter where I am in the world, no matter how fine she is or how old she is, there's going to be a part of my brain that's wondering, is she warm? Is she happy? Is she fed? Is she safe? And that never goes away. Exactly like she said, it never, you can't quit that job. You don't ever stop worrying. And it does actually reconnect me. Did you think about this shit when you were like, I'm like, did you? No! I didn't either. No! I didn't either. I, I literally was just talking to somebody yesterday and I was like, do you think I didn't think about becoming a mom enough? And she said, which I'm so grateful for. She said, no, you just, you couldn't have thought of this because you didn't experience it. Yeah, you, you never just didn't know. Yeah. If you had, if it had occurred to you, it wouldn't have made a difference. But now, as I, I think I told you last time, like I see women crossing the street on their cell phones, drinking an iced coffee. And I just know, I'm like, I can smell that you don't have a child at home. (laughs) I know. And I don't resent you for it, but you don't know what you have right now because you are just in your own world. And that's fine. And that's wonderful. And that's an experience that I've had. I had for 32 years of my life. I was in my own world. And now I'm literally like, in somebody else's world and it's and something else is more that. important than anything else totally but we do need the other things which i love that you brought up to mm-hmm. fill up our well yeah but i really the identity shift really is and it's so cheesy and lame and i wish it was more complicated than this but people are like your priorities really change and it could not like i just have one thing that comes above it all like mm-hmm. i just meaning like i just his health and his well-being and his safety and his happiness are more important than my own. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so fucking it's crazy. So true. And I can't, I, I don't know if that's right or wrong, but it's just, like, how I feel. Like, it's just, like, I, he's just my true responsibility. And I've always felt, well, Adam is my responsibility. My dog is my responsibility. Mm-hmm. My parents are my responsibility. Right. I'm a very responsible millennial. Yes. <laughs> yes. But... I've never felt that so true to be the case until I had a kid. And like you guys know who are listening, it wasn't like that for me right away. And I want to talk about if Mm -hmm. that was for you, if your identity shift happened really quickly because I did not like being a mom right away and I did not like my, I feel bad saying I didn't like my kid right away because he wasn't, you know, he was just like a pooping, crying blob. But meaning I just was like, what the fuck is this stranger? And I didn't feel... Maybe I was even resentful to the identity shift. I'm not sure, but I didn't take to it right away at all. And then all of a sudden at like two months, I got struck hard with this bolt of lightning of love for this kid. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started to feel, oh no, oh no, oh no. My my sort of like blase, I could give a shit about this turned into anxiety of like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. now I'm worried. Like now I'm worried that my love is outside of my body and like I have to worry about this kid and I love him a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's now in my new issue. so scary. So scary. Did you feel connected to her right away? Did you feel motherhood? I mean, when I first Mm -hmm. saw you, I was like, 
I think I saw you. She was like six weeks old or something. Yeah. I don't even know. But yeah. I was like, oh my God, Troy and Belisario, you are a mother. <laughs> In the most beautiful. Thanks. I mean, it. I don't know if it was, but it looked fucking easy. <laughs> or maybe, you know, I don't know what I, that is. I don't know. I think, I think it's interesting. I probably have experienced a, a latent... Um, oh yeah, that's you a know, thing like too. To, I, I, I don't know if it's postpartum depression of any kind, but I've experienced it in a in a very delayed sense. Oh because, yeah, I know someone who's six months. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it was um, because during my pregnancy, I wasn't really sh- you know I we we were surprised by the fact that mm-hmm. I was pregnant. We were ecstatic, but also nine months is a long time to. Think about, about it. Yeah. And just be like, wow, how is this going to change our life and what's going to happen? And and then also there was the like a very hilarious, which I know that we've spoken about. Um, I had always had the expectation for some reason, maybe it's because I was surrounded by brothers growing up, that I was going to have a boy. So when we found out that it was going to be a girl, I was... <sighs> we haven't talked about this. Yet. I this was is good. floored. I was shocked. Were you worried? Of course I was worried yeah, because yeah. I was thinking about my relationship with my mother. I was thinking about, honestly, like my history with my eating disorder. Of I was course. just like, this is horrifying. This is all of your shit staring yeah. you right in Literally, the fucking goddamn face. Thank you, universe. Yeah, great. No, that's why. I mean, yeah. that's why she's here. It's so true. Also, uh, hilarious. I mean, for many reasons, but those note. are some of them. But it's so true. But also, like, hilarious. I don't, the one time I did ever, uh, I had a dream once that I had a girl and I met her in in a club, I saw this like blonde dancing, this like beautiful 18 year old blonde. And like she, and I went out and I was like, oh my God, that's my daughter. This is before I was pregnant. And she turns around and she's like, mom, what are you doing here? Get away from me. And I'm like, I just want to hang out with you, honey. And she was like, ugh. And I think, I think she called me the C word. I think she was like, she was like, it's not your time. You're too old to be here. And I woke up and I turned to Patrick and I was like, our daughter is so mean. And he was like, you're not even pregnant. What are you talking about? Wow. Because the one, like, so my imaginings of a girl are just so, you're going to hate me. Right. And so I don't even know if mentally I could you know, I could have any sort of expectations. I just didn't understand. I didn't grow up with girls. It was such a foreign alien landscape to me. And thankfully I had a really wonderful group of women around me. Um, and as I've gotten older, I've, be- I've become more and more b- better friends with women. Good. Um, which is just rad. And also mom has even made that probably stronger. So much stronger. And has it really strengthened your, I feel like... Has it changed your relationship with your mom? Well, her coming in changed my relationship because A, I finally understood so much of my mother's opinion and I was like, oh, oh right, you were somebody before me. And she, <laughs> she'll probably need to be 33 before she realizes that. But yeah, I was somebody before her and now I'm just her mom to her for wow. the next 33 years or whenever she gets context. Um, but it totally changed it. Also, it's just nice to be able to see my mother give love to her in a way that's not burdened by our 33s of experience, 33 years of experience, you know, like, cause to me, it's like my mom touches me and it's just, it's, it's latent. There's so much in that touch and and it's good and it's bad. There's so much history. She touches her and I'm just like, you love her. You just love her. Oh, she loves her. She loves her. I ran into your mom and she was just like, I was like, wow, this woman is into being, she won't use that word. She, she, she won't use grandma. Okay, she calls herself go, Amu. Yeah, Amu, yeah. excuse me. Yeah, my yeah. mom's not using grandma either. Yeah, I think that was like the first thing when we told her that I was pregnant. She was like, I'm not going to be grandma. And I was like, if that's what you're worried about, sure. <laughs> I see where your priorities are, sure. My mom's the same boat. My mom was like, absolutely not. My mom is not being called grandma. We're still sorting it out. And I was like, mom, you better figure it out. Like the kid has yeah, like a good 20 word vocabulary like you need to figure it out escape to summer with victoria's secret pack your bags with just arrived swim cover-ups corset tops and other sexy silhouettes when the sun goes down opt for bold and blingy styles like the made to be seen very sexy push-up bra from the very sexy collection in on-trend hues like black shine green and citron For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. 
For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Dearest listener, in a world where fashion oft neglects the true diversity of the human form, Snag emerges as the beacon of inclusivity we so desperately need. Renowned for their exquisite tights, Snag has triumphantly expanded its offerings to include garments that embrace everybody. Snag's creations are meticulously designed on a lifelike figures and refined across a spectrum of shapes before gracing our wardrobes. Clothing that not only promises, but delivers true comfort and fit, particularly of note other chub rub shorts ingeniously crafted with a moisture wicking yarn to ensure you remain at least one degree cooler and entirely free from the dreaded chafing perfect for every season these shorts can be discreetly worn under your clothes offering a delightful alternative to traditional cycling shorts whether you are at the gym hiking or simply enjoying a day in a skirt or dress they are your ideal companion remember dear listener the more you snag the more you save with free shipping on select orders. Don't delay in experiencing the fashion revolution that is snag at snagtights.us. But wait, but, but your question was, did I, was I immediately connected? To yes. That? So, um, when, when the birth happened, uh, it was very funny because I, what I said about it is that Patrick looked at me and he was like, honestly, it's, it's as if nobody told you that you had a baby inside of you. I was I was screaming, I was laughing, I was crying, I was shocked. And I kept on turning to him and saying like, oh my God, Patrick, it's a baby. And he was like, I know. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's a baby. And I wow. thought, I don't know what I thought. I thought it was going to be like a sketch of a baby or an IOU of a baby. Like, But she was there. She had 10 fingers. She had 10 toes. She had her ears. She had her eyes. Like, And so I was, uh, like, I'm, I am trying not to cry right now. Um, she immediately, mm. I just wanted to... I didn't want to be apart from her ever. I couldn't stop staring at her. I felt immediately love, responsibility, like adoration for her. She was just, she was awesome. Like in the original sense, like the biblical sense of the word. Yeah, she was like awesome. Huge, like this huge, amazing. Yeah, I just couldn't believe it. And now. It was almost like it was an idea to you or something. And then she came totally. out and it was like, it became so real. Yeah, because it didn't make sense. It was like, okay, great. We're going to have a daughter that's lovely and sweet and like romantic with a capital r like we're having a daughter yeah how wonderful and then suddenly i was like oh no that's her like i'm that's never, my daughter like, that's my girl. daughter i'm yeah. always gonna know her face you know hopefully if i'm lucky for the rest of my living yeah, days God, like um and that's wild that the way that patrick and i talk about it is um your whole life you've known your familial relations right you know what your brother's face looks like because mm-hmm. you've seen it every day growing mm-hmm. up yeah this is a familial relation that you didn't know what they looked like until now in your life. 
And I was just bowled over by that, that, that there could be somebody who was so a part of us and so a part, will be a part of our lives and we only get to meet them now. Um, I know after your whole after your 30 whole years, life, your, like, your whole me, millennial whole experience, millennial like you are now, now I'm getting to meet this person and it's awesome. And so I think that I, the love was overwhelming very early on. And now I think the, the depression or the postpartum experience that I'm having is balancing, like you're talking about that, like, oh God, now that I know that crushing love and adoration for somebody, how do I balance that? How do I balance that when like... It's really hard. I mean, like to be honest right now, I'm listening to Michael Pollan's How to Change Your Mind about, Mm -hmm. you know, doing psychedelic drugs and I'm just like, I need to be in the jungle doing ayahuasca. (laughs) I can't be here with you breastfeeding. Let's get on a plane right now and go to Peru. Babe, I gotta go to Peru to talk to a shaman. Let's go to the Amazon. I mean, seriously, (laughs) I know. But your life is inalterably changed, you know? Inalterably changed. And that is... That is something that I still, four months in, have not wrapped my head around and I'm constantly being smacked upside the head by it every day. You know, so like how to juggle it all. How to juggle it, yeah. How to say like, this is an important life experience to me. I need to do it. I need to figure out how to bring her with me. It's all asking for help. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I think. I, I mean, think. in my one year and three month yeah, experience. What is it about That's baby? all I've known <laughs> is that it's all help, I think. And... Hopefully everyone listening, like your support system of friends, family, aunties, again, like it's like Dr. Karp said, this horrible millennial thing of like you can have it all and you can do it all is bullshit because this this is the, especially the idea of motherhood because Mm -hmm. this is truly something that five people would raise one child and that is just not the truth anymore. And so when you would get some sort of opportunity that you loved, some creative fulfillment or something, or a job that paid your bills or whatever mm-hmm. the hell it is, you could leave the baby with aunts, grandmas, someone yeah. who also unconditionally like loved your kid. Yeah, yeah. Now now I'm just paying for that. <laughs> and and well, my nanny's amazing, but like I have to. Like also, my parents don't live here. Right, I'm like, right. we're in a totally new... But also like you're saying, you reach out to your friends, you reach out to your community... And that also, like, let's be honest, I'm not, you know, saying that you don't, you want to take away people's time, but, like, it's elevating their experience, too. Like, I have a lot of friends that, you know, love hanging out with her, and they would treasure the opportunity to get to spend some time. Absolutely. And that means so much to me to get to, even if it's just, like, I'm going to go, you know, have a bath upstairs, like, talk about the fourth trimester. <laughs> Can you hold her while I actually go to the bathroom for the first time today? Oh, get ready. I just read some Instagram, what? like, motherhood is... Motherhood's for you if you don't mind changing your tampon while a three-year-old toddler stares you in the face. Because, like, (laughs) that's my normal. Because, like, when your kid starts walking and doesn't let you go to the bathroom by yourself and you're trying to change your tampon and the kid's just unrolling the toilet paper roll while you're changing your tampon, you're just like, this is just what motherhood is. Um, How have you had any sort of thing about getting in touch at all with with the person you were before you turned into a mom? See, you're breastfeeding now, so I don't know if you've... Have you, like, gone out on a rager yet? Because that shit's weird. Yes. So here's the hilarious thing is I... God, Patrick and I, like, I had a meltdown the other night. Because I was just like... Well, first of all, that was my biggest meltdown when I was pregnant. Was that, like... And not that... Look, I'm not advocating for doing illicit drugs. But, like, I, 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 I was pregnant suddenly. And I was like, I've never had a Hunter S. Thompson experience in Vegas. I never have like, either. Why have I never got... Like, Is I, it too late for us? I don't think I don't so. Know. We can do it. So. We can do it. But I was like, you know, every year of my life, all of my friends and usually my husband have gone to Burning Man. And I could never go because I was on the show. And then this was actually supposed to be my year, past year, to go to Burning no. Man. Yeah, and like all my friends were gearing up, and they're like, "It's gonna be amazing." <laughs> and I was pregnant. No, nope, you're were like, not going. You can come, and I was like, "Dude, I am eight and a half months pregnant. It is boiling hot in the desert. Y'all gonna be doing your thing, and I'm just gonna be sitting here having people like on mushrooms touch my belly and be like, you're a fertility goddess.' <laughs> like, I'm not down for that. Nope. So, God bless it. Maybe in the future. Um, but but I did have this like, oh, I can't do this. I have to be responsible for somebody else because A, they're using my body to grow and and now I'm using my body to feed her. And so I do have this like, 
and now that I'm doing, I put her down at seven and I do a dream feed at 11, mm-hmm. even if I drink a glass of wine. At 11.30. At, you know, <laughs> like at 11.30, or even if I, you know, like put her down, drink a glass of wine, wait a few hours for it to pass out of my system or pump, whatever. It's like, I'm still very limited in my experience of who I used to be when I could go out. And Patrick always kind of reminds me, he's like, but you never really went out and got wasted. I'm like, but, but it's now <laughs> I want to. <laughs> and it's now the point that you can't. And no, that's the very weird. We're not used to being told no. No. This is bullshit. Yeah, that's the wild thing. Well, here's what you have to look forward to. Oh, no. When you go, no, it's great. No one goes harder than a group of moms who <laughs> have had n- nannies or mother-in-laws or moms or yeah. husbands or significant others watching their baby for the night. I went out with a mom crew last Monday night and I threw up all night long. <gasps> and I I haven't done that in a hundred years. I was so fucking trashed because the point is, is like, you're still like, I can go so hard like I used to, except you can't because you're exhausted and you have like five tequila drinks and you Mm -hmm. end up throwing up. But anyway, um, the other thing I, oh, I was thinking about was one time I did get really, 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 they say the new rule is, and don't Mm -hmm. quote me on this. I'm not a doctor. Um, if you can drive, you can nurse. Yes. So like, yeah, I've read that. Yes, as well. like, so you don't really want to be buzzed, but if you've had two glasses of wine and you've had a whole bowl of pasta, most likely you're, mm-hmm. you would be fine to drive a car in two hours and you can nurse whatever. Um, one time I was so I couldn't take it anymore. Like I had given this child my body for a year and then I had been nursing for a year and it was like enough yeah. already. So I got completely wasted while nursing and I pumped. I was like, I'm just pumping and dumping and pumping and dumping and. All I have are photos of me on our kitchen floor pumping. I'm ass naked. And then I woke up in the next morning and there's just the bottles of the milk. And Adam wrote drunk all over the bottles <laughs> in the fridge. Oh and God. was like, do not give these to our son. This is like such a mess. But yeah. I think that there is, I think you and I are in this really sort of why I wanted to talk to you, even though mm-hmm. I know motherhood is very new to you. And it's new to me as well. And we're both struggling through this identity shift crisis versus I just think some of the moms who are my dear friends who have older kids, you know, in their teens, I think they've sort of just accepted that they are a mom, which is awesome. And you and I will hopefully get there. But, um, I think you and I think we're just still like reaching. Like I still am like, I was that person. I just went to New York for the, you know, for two days by myself. I was out till three o'clock in the morning, both nights. Like who the hell do I think I am? Right. I still had to come back here and take care of my kid. I, it was like, I had the flu. I was like taken down for like like a a week. It was horrible. Like my God, because I just really went hard. Yeah. Well, that was, and my experience, I think over, uh, I think it was Christmas or something. Yeah. I put her down and I had, God, I had like two and a half glasses of wine, which for me, of course, like at that point, you know, she's two months old. I was so tired and so out of it and I hadn't been sleeping. And I was like, oh, whatever. This is amazing. And I felt good. And I was laughing. And then, of course, she woke up an hour later and was crying and then needed me. And I was like, oh, Oh, this is horrible. Oh, God. I can't do this to myself and I can't do this to her. And I was like, no, I wasn't drunk, like holding her, but I was exhausted. Yes. And it is fascinating that you you just feel totally different. There's a totally different set of circumstances and I don't know what it is. Or I have friends who like a mom and dad, like they make rules. Like Mm -hmm. if one person like gets drinks or smokes weed or whatever it is, the other person doesn't because they're like afraid, God forbid, like, they needed Something to drive happens. to the hospital. I'm like, okay, this is like too much. We have Uber, right? Yeah. Like I can't, like, I'm, I'm not going to spend the rest of my life. Like Adam yeah. does something and I'm not, or I am. That's insane. No, but totally. I do know people that do that. Yeah. <laughs> they might go real hard. <laughs> That's maybe, true. Maybe the thing is they just go real hard. <laughs> just please tell me on this podcast that our days of burning man or like going for a weekend in Vegas, they're not over, right? No, no, I don't think so. We're I'm just not there yet. No, we're not there yet. I, but soon? We're just like itching. <laughs> She's itching her neck. itching my neck. The work-life balance, I feel a little bit further ahead than you. You will get it. Yeah. And I hopefully will only get better at it. And you are a wonderful reminder of me to ask for help because I have not been doing a great job at that. Do you have any words of advice for new moms who are trying to figure out who the F they are? <laughs> good luck. Yeah, good luck. But also, like, like I was saying, be go easy on yourself, you know, and like, remember whether you're four months in, whether you're, you know, a year in or more, like just go easy on yourself and know that it's going to be constantly changing and know your limits because I'm constantly learning my limits. I, you know, I push it. I burn the candle at both ends just the other night. I'm 
like literally editing a short film right now that I shot and wrote yeah. when she was nine months, when I was nine months pregnant. And now I'm like finally getting around to editing it. And I put her down and it was 11 and I asked Patrick for help and he was giving me notes in the middle of the note session. I just started crying and I was like, I can't hear this right now. I'm so tired. Why did I? And he's like, well, why did you ask me? I'm just trying to, you asked me. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm so grateful that you would be willing to do this with me and try, but like, I need sleep right now. And it, it was heartbreaking for me to feel that because in the past, I, you would have worked till forever. I again. worked until yeah. three in the morning. Who cares? Like, because I would have woken up when I woken up, like when I had woken up and I would have been fine. But now I'm, I have to be there on call for somebody whenever she needs me. And that is, you know, as Shonda said, like, it's a job you can't quit. It's a job you can't defer or pass on to somebody else. You can ask for help, but ultimately, you know, I'm her, you know, number one. So just go easy. We don't want you to get too deplenished. Yeah, don't get deplenished. <laughs> don't deplenish yourself for the sake of someone else. No, guys, child. don't get too deplenished because we want yeah. you to be good, as the best moms you can be, but yeah. also not be too deplenished. It's, it's 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 that classic, and I know that like it's it's such a thing that moms say to themselves all the time, but it really does help. It's that uh, the air mask in the airplane, right? You have to you have to strap on your own air mask in order to help somebody else. Mm-hmm. I've never thought about that. Oh, really? I mean, now I'm that you say it, I feel like I've heard of it, but that's it. Yeah. good. You, you have to. And that's like the first thing of, of motherhood. It's like, we got to strap on our own motherfucking You have to. Mask. It's like, she's she's been screaming at me and I'm like, baby girl, I'm going to piss myself if I don't pee. You come with me to the bathroom. I know you're hungry, but I promise as soon as this happens. or like I'm going to pee and then I will feed yeah, you. And then I will feed you. I'm, ne- I'm never not going to feed you. You're going to get fed, whether it's like in a 30 seconds or now. Um... Brilliant. Yeah. So that's all I can. Troyan, you are a beautiful mom. Thank you. This was so excellent. Like you are, I'm, you're an, like you're killing it. <laughs> well, I really have and to say thank you to you. Because, oh, please. No, oh my God. You, you know that you've been such an inspiration for me, whether it's, you know, personally. You're an inspiration or, to me. I got to remember the air mask. I got to yeah. remember to ask for help. I mean, this is like, we're going to be teaching each other for a long time. Yeah, I'm really stoked about it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to Katie's Crib. And be sure to check out Shondaland.com where you can find every episode of Katie's Crib. And we've got crib notes for each episode where you can find out more about our guests and links to some of the resources we talk about on the podcast. And last but not least, subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, basically like wherever you get your podcasts. 